Hey everybody, welcome back to your wrong. Luciano, what what do you think everybody's wrong about this week? Uh, I have to pick just the one thing? Okay. Um, people are wrong, Matt, about I like are you just gonna leave it at people are wrong? I like I like that pause. Yeah, because I, I had to pick one, right? So <laughs> yeah. So it's a thought pause. Yeah, so they're wrong, they're wrong about subscription services. And what I mean by that is that you know, there's too many of them and people keep subscribing to them. Okay. And so I'll, I'll, let me, let me tell you why in, in the olden days, you know, of like TVs that were run by firewood and, and, you know, you had to stand up and go to the TV to change channels. Oh, I thought you were just going to be like the olden days when you had to like, call to the internet on your phone and your parents couldn't also make phone calls while you were surfing the internet yeah the same 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 around the same time yeah, yeah I, I i remember those <laughs> I, i'd love to see our audience prove those aren't the same era so <laughs> yeah um so you had cable back then and well in brazil it was a little different but let's you know let's go back to the, the point where we all had cable and you know 300 channels or whatever and I don't know about you, but I never really liked that model because you could never just get what you wanted, right? You couldn't just say, oh, just give me these four channels yeah, and and I'll pay for them. No, you have to, to get, you know, HBO and, and whatever, Fox and all those good stuff. You have to get some shitty documentary about pears, like 24-hour documentaries about pears. Yeah, yeah, right? it's the... Pear channel, yeah, yeah I'm the familiar pear, with it. The pear channel, yeah, yep, they're pretty famous, um, obviously. And so when 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 the first subscription services like that, and yeah, we're gonna talk. I want to talk about more than just like TV and movie streaming, but let's start with those because sure. those are the big ones. Well, when, we only have forty five minutes, so just you know, this story sounds like it's gonna take forty just to explain. No, no, the no. Before times, okay, just just check. Maybe like. 35. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Five minutes each to finish it up and we're out. Great. <laughs> and so I thought it was going to be, you know, a good thing. And and for the most part, it is because you get to choose, like I, if I want to have, you know, Netflix and I don't want to have whatever, HBO Max, not that I can't get HBO Max here in Canada, but let's leave that alone. Um, okay, let's let's just crave. If I want to have Netflix and not right, crave, right. I can do that. Crave, yep. Right? But the problem is, it used to be that, you know, if I wanted to watch Marvel's TV series, I would go to Netflix. If I wanted right. to watch Marvel movies, I would go there too. If I wanted to watch other stuff, I would go there too. Now, everybody has their own fucking service and they were back. Like, if you want to watch everything, first of all, there's no way you can watch everything that there is in even a single one of those. Sure. No, not even close. And then the stuff you do want to watch, they're never in just one. So you're back to having to subscribe to multiples of them. Yeah. And that pisses me off. Yeah, it's it's it, it's especially interesting nowadays because before you know, you paid one flat fee for the cable and the cable company was basically like, yeah, here you get all this garbage. Right, yeah. mixed in with the payer channel and you know HBO and the sports channels, and so you had very limited options. So it's just like whatever, man, just give me give me that stuff. But now we have a lot of option, a lot of control, 
and yet we're still faced with the same dilemma of there's two television series I want to watch on this streaming platform. I want to watch a couple movies over here. And and so it's like it all seems cheap when it's ten dollars uh, a subscription, but you know, can you watch all of that? Can you do you want to pay fifty, sixty, seventy dollars a month to pay for all of that? And and it's arguably a worse model because at least the channels were easy to change to, and I was sort of used to looking around because I was forced to, right? Like TV is showing me 300 channels, but there's only 300 possible things I can watch. So I need some extra channels to kind of pick where I want to be. I don't yeah. have to do any of that anymore. Well, no, because first of all, you're not, and, and I know this seems like, you know, we're complaining about a good thing. And I think we are to some extent, but I mean, you know where you are, where you're listening to this thing. So shut up. Yeah. Yeah, right? fuck you guys. Yeah. Uh, but like, you don't have to conform. Like, I remember when I was watching, like when I was still in, in, in college, I think it was college, and, and I was watching a bunch of series like Friends and Seinfeld and other It was high school. It was not mm-hmm. uh, college. And I, I knew I had to be home on Tuesday at 7 p.m. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would miss this week's Friends episode. Yep. And now there's nothing like that. Now if I wake up from some weird drunken stupor at like 3 at 30 in the morning and I can't sleep anymore, I can pick up a box of stale popcorns and go watch Friends whenever the fuck I want. However the fu- however much the fuck I want. That was oddly specific, but we won't go there. Okay. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and, and so that creates a problem in that, you know, you're right. It is cheaper than cable. Like, unless you get every single option, and I'm just doing a quick research here, and there's like 30 or so, at least so, only yeah. for Canada, and just for video. And if you think about the good, even if you were to pare it down to the good ones, because I don't believe 30 of them are good. You know, In Canada, yeah. Crave, Crave is, seems to be almost a must-have because they somehow have bought in all the, the Canadian rights to the things. They have Seinfeld, they have friends. So maybe you have to have that. You're going to have Netflix, and then you're, you, you might have Prime, there's Disney, we can't even get CBS, but that's another one that people want because of Star Trek. Um, and right there, we're at five or six different channels. Well, I mean, take into consideration that Crave has three sort of like subscription models inside of it. Oh, yeah. That whole bullshit. Yeah. So yeah. you're a 10 almost. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and not to mention like other stuff like Hoopla, for example. I don't know if you know what that is. No. So it's like it's you know how you can get uh, like ebooks from the library. Um, that's the same thing. You can like rent like streaming shit from from the Toronto Library, for example, with Hoopla, and they have movies. Yeah, and that kind of stuff. So I, like, I have I have a uh, an app like that, but yeah, I don't know if it's called Hoop. Maybe it is Hoopla. Continue talking while I look it up. No, it's <laughs> Libby is what I, Libby is oh, what uh, I use. So Libby is the the reading one. Yeah, I have that too. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's the same idea, only with like videos and movies and shit. At least the library doesn't charge you money. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So that there that's a big advantage. I have to admit. Yeah. yeah. But but then you're not only do you have now, you know, like you said, six or six or seven or eight or however many mm-hmm. it was. Now there's nothing making you switch from one to the other. First of all, to switch from one to the other isn't just a click of a button, like changing channels on the remote is yeah you have to go open some other 
website or open another app, depending on what you're, where you're watching. I usually do most of my watching on my computer, so it's a tad easier just to open a new tab. Yeah. But I have like, a computer literally attached to my television with a keyboard. So yeah. you basically have a computer to watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. But like a lot of people watch these on, I don't know why, but they're on their cell phones or, you know, a little bit more understandably on their tablets or something like that. And it's not necessarily that easy to do that. And, but beyond that, there's no reason for you to switch. So if you're watching, let's pick a series at random, The Mandalorian. Great. <laughs> Shocker, we picked Star Wars. But, yeah. You know. And and you're watching, like, unless it's not released yet, if, if the whole thing is out, why would you switch and watch something else if what you want to watch is Mandalorian? So now you're stuck with eight services that you're paying, let's say, around 10 bucks a month for each. Yep. Because some are more, some are less. Mm-hmm. So you're stuck with, like, paying 70 bucks a month, but you're still watching just the one and now I don't know for you about you, but I feel like I'm wasting money when that's the case. So much so that yeah. I canceled most of my stream because I wasn't watching anything. Yeah, and again, obviously you would make the same argument with your you know original cable television and how they structure it. But again, the, the difference there is that because you're trapped to only being able to watch one thing per channel, there was some implied benefit. Whereas you know, if you have Disney Plus to watch The Mandalorian, if you don't want to watch The Mandalorian, you have the entire Marvel universe. Yeah. You have a whole bunch of old Disney, you know, the classic movies and, uh, you know, they've done some live action stuff now. You have so many options to work from that you don't need Netflix or Amazon Prime necessarily because it's not like it's like going to run out of content right yeah disney is not going to be like well we have the eight mandalorian episodes so you're done and that's all we're going to show for this hour so you don't get to choose and as soon as i get to choose that's where the whole have cable breaks down because now i don't i could choose i'm happy to choose from from a smaller group and i'm sure this is going to blow this wide open but one of the things i found is there's too much stuff like i can't yeah you know, the, the, I don't know the exact study, but the classic study on like, yeah, they go to a supermarket and they give people three options of jam and, and, you know, they see how many people buy one of the jams and then they give people 40 options and they see how many people buy jam and, and way more jam is sold with three options because humans definitely suffer from decision paralysis. And well, so I, I don't know if all humans do, but I definitely do. <laughs> listen, I, okay. You know what? I'm going to fuck it. All humans do. Okay. Prove me wrong. Yes. Email us and prove <laughs> yeah. us wrong. Yeah. Prove us wrong. Um, and, and so that's another problem with these services is like, I don't know how many times I go on Netflix or Disney Plus and I scroll through these things and I have no idea what to watch. Like their algorithm, algorithms help, but only to a certain point. And, and so it's just adding to the problem of, I don't know what to do with these things. Why am I paying for seven of them? Yeah. I There's too yeah. many things to choose from. I'm not going to watch any of this. I'm going to go play a video game <laughs> of which there's also too many options but that, that's another podcast yeah yeah another one yeah and and honestly another one is how we've become a lot a lot more annoying in terms of what we consider good or bad with those things just because we have so many options and and that's another thing we can talk about in another podcast because you know the things that we loved when we were kids we would have hated now 
like even if we were kids now, because there's so many other things. And some of the things we love are not that good, but they're still precious to us because we watch them. And now it yeah. would be like, oh, the, fuck this shit. And then just go watch something else, right? Yeah. It, 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 I mean, I don't want to get down this hole with this topic because I think it's it's a side, yeah. a side conversation. But like, you know, there's something to be said about the Game of Thrones phenomenon, right? Where everybody watches it and you can talk about the next day or, or within the next week. And yeah. everybody can get excited about it and geek out over it that, that is missed by the fact that everything gets posted and you can binge it because... You know, you can't come to the conversation only having watched an episode if the whole season's out. And so you want to stay away. But then by the time you finish it, if you haven't watched it every day on time, the conversations pass you by and no one wants to have it anymore. Yeah. And, and worse than that is if, you know, if everything is out and you watch three episodes and I watch five, now you don't want to have a conversation with me because I might spoil something even by mistake, uh, discounting the fact that I'm a prick. You know what I mean? I mean, no. you would spoil it. Because no, I, you're I wouldn't. No, that's that's sacred wouldn't. for me. I would never mm. spoil it on purpose. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Send me an email and prove it to me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but then, like, what what would be an interesting thing for us to sit down and have a conversation about, especially with Game of Thrones or those where there's like mystery ha going on or something, you know, like a a puzzle to be solved, and you know. We would talk, we would watch it. And we did this in, even in the office back when Civilization was upstanding still. And we would watch, not you, because you're, you're a Game of Thrones denier, but, you know, other people, normal people that watch Game of Thrones. Um, Nerds. Yeah. We, we, I don't know if you remember, we used to have like the secret lunch for, for Game of Thrones because yeah, people yeah. didn't want to get spoiled. Yep. And you can't do that. Like, you know, like Mandalorian came out one one. A week, and so did the boys season two as well. If I'm if I mm -hmm. remember correctly, but like Netflix has a, a habit of just releasing everything together, right? Yeah. And then either you watch the whole thing and you watch the, you talk about how it the whole thing was, or you don't talk to people because you don't know where they are. You don't want to spoil it for them. You don't want to get spoiled yourself. Yeah. So yeah, and this I is like, go ahead, Pat. I was just gonna say I appreciate that some TV shows have leaned into it and embrace the or sorry embrace the fact that they know you're going to binge it all, but it's still, there's, you know, we talked about this in a lot of our storytelling and Star Wars and stuff, and there's still a lot of value for dragging up the story. I kind of appreciate that the Mandalorian is a weekly release as it comes out until it's done because part of the enjoyment of the show is like digesting what you watched and speculating on what you watched and letting it really like sink in. And when you just binge watch, you probably miss a lot of nuance mm -hmm. that's happening in the show because you're like, you want the crux or the, the meat of the story mainlined. Yeah. You don't even pay attention to detail. Well you do, but like the, they get glossed over because you want to just keep on going. Right. You don't have time to watch it and then think about it and then go, Oh, that's right. You know, but what they like to call sometimes the fridge logic, which is you're watching something you go pick up something in the fridge and then you realize it after you think thought about it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like you, that doesn't happen anymore unless you paused it and went to, you know, get something from the fridge. And, and that dynamic is sort of broken now because of the binging. And, and I'm, I'm at fault for it. Like, it's interesting how, how we 
and I don't want to go into this rabbit hole too far, but I, I'm going to make a comment. But it's funny yeah. how we don't appreciate something until we don't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I used to love the fact that Netflix would drop like season two of, you know, Daredevil. And I was like, yes, I'm going to sit here now and I'm going to get up from this chair when I'm om- I have almost sprouted roots. And between those two things, I'm going to watch the whole season. And I yeah. did enjoy it, right? Yeah. But you're right. You, you do lose the... Like, it feels like uh, a season feels shorter in terms of how much content you get from it if you watch it all at once because you don't get that, like, to uh, savor it almost. Yeah. In between, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, the one thing I will say is, because I know we're not, we're not necessarily shitting on subscriptions entirely but um i mean we are but, not, but not entirely. we are the subscriptions yes we're not even talking about subscriptions anymore we're just talking about streaming services to some degree but <laughs> yeah one of the things i will say that i really appreciate is the streaming services got away from that idea that a series had to be 24 episodes and i really yeah. appreciate that that's been yeah. one of the greatest storytelling things i mean i know hbo has never really done it but to see the rest of of most TV shows move that way. It's just great because, you know, I think the, the greatest example of a, of a series that should have just died when it was done is Lost, right? Yeah. I mean, let's not go there. This is an entire other episode, but yeah. The, the point here is that the fact that Lost was, was supposed to be like one or two seasons and then Fox ordered like three more seasons and those seasons <laughs> need to be 24 episodes made that show go from a really tight, fun story to just a lot of bloat and like vaporware in ways because they had to make up stories for, you know, 24 episodes. Even if it was eight episodes a season, they probably could have done some great stuff and really, you know, made it tight. But because of how many episodes you need, it makes it worse. And and this is the thing I think that's been stolen from England to a large degree. But being able to do, you know, Mandalorian's eight episodes, I think like Stranger Things is somewhere around 10, right? They, they increased it. The first season was eight and it was amazing. It was the best one. And they increased it continuously and it's gotten progressively worse. Not bad, but worse. Yeah. 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 So, so, but that's been a real big boon to, to the subscription services, not having to fill the typical cable model of always having content. Yeah. And it's, and it's really glaring when you watch, like I did, for example, back to back, something that was made for streaming and something that was made for TV, but is on streaming. So I was watching, um i don't remember what it was maybe it was the witcher in the beginning of last year and then i watched after that i watched the new season of supergirl which is abc i think and it's yeah first season abc and then uh the wb or sorry cw where the fuck they call themselves now that's right that's right yeah or like shows or whatever the fuck that name is yeah Yeah, um and it's 24 episodes right and it it shows like the filler in the middle is brutal to get through like oh okay i just wasted 42 minutes of my life in the story that made no difference yeah and it's like it's okay some filler is good because it's fun you like the characters and you like the setting and they just tell another story there fine but like sometimes it's just garbage and i i agree with you that 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 facet of it is much better because you tell the story in as much or as little time as you want. Well, technically, as much and little time as you want. Right. Right. Which is another problem, another fault with the, the you know, D&D from, from Game of Thrones, where they crammed the last season into like six episodes and they could have, when it could have expanded much more and not made the fucking dragon teleport. But let's leave that alone. 
I have no idea what she's talking about, but it sounds like you should be angry. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm aware. I'm just being facetious. I know. No, I was going to say me being angry isn't surprising. Um, that too. That's what I was aware of. But this is just touching, going back to subscription services, because we ostensibly have a topic here. Um, going back to that is that was just talking about movie and video, like video streaming services, right? Yeah. But everything wants to be a fucking subscription service now. Yes. So like music, which is arguably probably the, the other big one, right? Yeah. But this is, it's worse because if I have Spotify, why, why would I possibly want another one? Yeah. That, that Spotify has this unique place, much like Google does as a search engine of, yeah, sure, there's Bing or... Is it Ocean? What's that one, that Jay-Z one called? Tidal. There we go. Tidal, yeah. I knew it was water-related. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I could use Tidal. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tidal. <laughs> Tidal. Apparently, the quality of the music is great, but like, fuck. Sure. I, I don't care. Spotify is good, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, Spotify does the job. And and so, like, why would I subscribe to the other one? So, that's, that's an interesting standpoint. And I think, I don't know about Netflix. Netflix seems like it's actually great, but Spotify is, like, just fucked over a lot of artists yes you can get get yeah. uh attention and and popularity if you're a small artist but if you're not a tiny artist the, the amount you get paid per per stream is like stupidly low it's ridiculous yes yeah yeah and and the the thing is it's sort of a weird dichotomy in that if you're a small artist you're still getting dicked over, but at least you're getting some attention, right? Yeah, because you wouldn't get like attention from a record label. Yeah, well, um, you don't need uh, attention from a record label. That's the thing. Like that, that well, uh, the YouTuber that I like that does metal covers, uh, Leo Moricholi, he has all of his stuff on on Spotify, and obviously he's not the exception. A lot of those music uh, YouTuber musicians have that, right? You don't need a label; you just put it there. Well, I'm talking historically. If you want oh, to get right. music out, you yeah. would need a label to sign you before the advent of the internet. Yeah, now you can do this on YouTube. You can do it on Spotify. You can do it on SoundCloud and yeah. other stuff, right? But then if you're a big artist and you're not on Spotify, suddenly you're getting less playtime because everybody... And I, When I say Spotify, I mean a music streaming service, right? Because I know sure. Jay-Z's shit is only on Tidal, right? Well, he owns Tidal, so that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. That's that's yeah. exactly what I mean. So, but yeah. like, so if you're a big Jay Z fan, you would do Tidal instead yes. of Spotify, right? And then nobody could link your songs because they would be on Spotify, and you would be able to listen to them. I, I honestly, <laughs> I have that problem. I started my first streaming service wasn't Spotify; it was Google Music. But yeah, no mine one, was Apple Music. Yeah, yeah, no one else fucking used it, and I was just tired of like not yeah. being able to click on links and playlists, and so I switched. And then obviously Google Music died, so it proved me right. Well, Apple Music is still alive, but it's still stupid because it's a streaming service that you can't share music with your friends. Like I couldn't, if you were on Apple Music and I was too, I couldn't mm -hmm. send you a link for something for you to listen to. Cool. Like, Thanks, Apple. The only advantage that I found is because I'm an anally retentive person and I could mix Apple Music stuff with my iTunes stuff in the same playlist or in the same album even. And it, they work seamlessly together. That was great. Yeah. Right. But that was the, like, that's not worth, you know, not being able to share shit. Yeah. And no, 
and no one buys music anymore. So there's that too. Oh yeah. It's been a long time. Like I think there's a few artists that I still buy from just cause I want to support them. Yeah. But yeah, for the most part, just no way. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, like, so, so that's music and music is sort of in a weird situation because like you said, it's like, it's not like with Netflix and Disney plus and prime and all the uh, crave and all the other ones where it makes sense for you to have all of them because there's co exclusive content, right? With music, it's 99.9% of the things are in all of them. Yeah. So do you think that happened because um, in the case of television, the rights holders have enough money that they are able to afford to build their own content provider? Whereas in the case of music, the, the rights holders fucking hated any way to get music other than a CD. And miss the boat completely and to which now the the dominant player is not them that's the reason why it's all locked to spotify versus us having like a warner brothers streaming and a sony streaming i probably um and and the thing is you ha i think we have to go back to earlier because if you think about sharing media it definitely started with music Right when when MP3s became the thing, suddenly it was really easy, even back then, to share a song with somebody as a file because WAV files were stupidly big, right? And MIDI files were fucking honky tonk versions of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. And so MP3 kind of skirted that, you know, or like walked that path in the middle of the file not being stupidly large but still having quality. And so I think it stems from that, from just a perception of I want to have all of my music in the same place. And if we had like a Warner Brothers music streaming and then uh, whatever, uh, Sony music streaming and all of those things, I don't think it would, none of those would fly in the end, I don't think. I, I, I wonder, I, I wonder what it would look like because it, you're right. The point like the music is because music's small, not just in the file size, but in the, in the, the, track right yeah. a song is you know we'll say on average three to four minutes give or take yeah and so you need i want to listen to a lot of music right if i listen to music for an hour if, if we say it's it's three minutes just for math it's 20 songs right yeah and so so being just trapped to the warner brothers catalog would probably have dri driven us nuts at the end of the day whereas with netflix you know i can watch you know two or three movies and that's like six seven hours yeah and also you consume music in a different way like you're working you're listening to music all the time i wish i could too but i can't but you are because i i'm a stan and so i'm always looking at what you're doing <laughs> all right I, I, i'm stalking everybody not just you I, you creepy ass monster i am yeah. yeah especially when i when i link somebody a song i immediately want to see if they're listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's you can the, the point is you can do something else while you're consuming that content. Yeah. So if you had to switch from service to service to service to listen to everything you wanted to listen to, you would just wouldn't do it. You would just be, you know, either using your old like music that you bought or and or acquired through the seven C's, or you would just have found a way to aggregate like what I was gonna say is if that was the case, probably would have we would have had a, an aggregator now. Of some sort. Yeah. So, so look, if we get back onto the subscriptions are bad thing, 
uh, in a generality. What like how do we make them better? Like would a would a aggregator work for for streaming services? Do we need to fucking get a cable company in here and a group them all together for us? Is that like the easy solution? I mean, that would suck. <laughs> just like just go back to what it was. I don't know. I think the the, the separation between the company that offers the streaming service and the content creators is a good thing, much like what happens with music, right? Because imagine if if the the ecosystem was the same for video as it is for music, you would have, you know, whatever Netflix and Crave and whatever whatever else, and they would all have the same things with fewer few differences, and then you would pick because of that. Right. And then if I wanted to link you a show, I would just link you like we do with Spotify and link a song. I would just say, hey, go watch this thing. Yeah. So I think that would be obviously that cat is out of the bag. Like this is this is almost like trying to put toothpaste back into the tube. It's never going to happen now. Yeah. Right? There's too much money to be, especially with Disney owning fucking half of the franchises in the existing universe. Listen, they only own. That's their cool. Disney stuff, Fox, uh, <laughs> Marvel, uh, all the ESPN stuff, ABC, Star Wars, Star Wars, Pixar. Uh, um, oh yeah, Pixar's in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's probably it. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My bad. They don't have a lot of shit yet. No, no, no. They should definitely return to you know putting things on on Netflix instead yeah. of yeah. Of course. Why wouldn't they? So I don't I don't think there's a this is on us, I think, as consumers to to solve this. And you know, we're not like we're kind of approaching sort of the waning parts here because we don't wanna this is this is sort of a rent more than an episode. <laughs> and so I, I don't wanna go to like an hour. But we have other things there doing subscriptions now. We have books, which arguably is a good idea if you're an avid reader like my wife. She reads a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, like she's doing something, she's reading. She's just like, she's, you know, cooking, cooking, she's reading. She's whatever, playing, she's reading. I don't know how, but you know. And so that makes sense. But like for me, I, I read maybe three, four books in a month, if on a good month, especially now that, it, that I'm not going out, which is when I read the most. And I know this is weird. Well, but also three books a month is probably high for the average bear for well for sure yeah yeah. people yeah. maybe read one the, yeah. the people that actually consider themselves reader because some people just don't like it <laughs> yeah 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 and so kindle unlimited is 14.99 a month i'm like yeah. fucking hell I, I know there's a lot of books there but fucking hell that's expensive and just lump it together with the 80 bucks that we were talking about for video plus the 15 bucks for spotify and we're at 100 now or more if my math serves me right. And then now, and now there's games. There's, you know, Apple Arcade, which is, I don't, what? And then Stadia and EA Pass and Game Pass. Like. It's it's EA Play. Come on, be, be accurate in your. I don't know. No. I, I, Uplay has one too, right? Uh, I don't know if they have a subscription fee. I think they may just have a service. Uh, Ubisoft Plus, yeah. I think this is more like 
PlayStation Plus than it is like Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, I, I, the reason I knew this quickly is not because I have every single one of the launchers installed and open on my machine. Not at all. No, because no. you're forced to. Um, <laughs> Which is really interesting with video games, how we're forced to live in this this shit world. Um, I, I had a question about streaming because I'm, I'm curious. We are, this just comes as a shock to everybody I know, but we're not young men per se. We're not old. Not we're, not, we're not young. And and so I wonder with, you know, a great example is my uh, fiance. She watches Friends when she goes to sleep every night. Um, just I knew like, I liked her for a reason. Yeah, and so she loves Friends, and she she constantly watches it. Um, and so the question I have is, we I think our generation is, still has some attachments to some TV shows that we would go back and watch, not all the time, but you know we'll go back and check them out um, mm-hmm. every once in a while. And with the way cable TV was originally built, you know reruns happened a lot for popular TV shows, Friends, Seinfeld. Oh yeah, Big, Big Bang does it all the time now. But I'm wondering if like the new kids will never have the same attachment level to TV because everything is fleeting, right? There's always something new coming from Netflix. Netflix doesn't seem to really run series past maybe season three uh, or season four. Um, How's the cards once a word with you? Should we have run past season three or season four? You mean season two? No, we should not. Yeah. Yeah, um, but, like, <laughs> but I'm wondering if, like, if if part of the streaming, the benefit of the streaming service is is not that there's a lot of content in the catalog, but rather that they're able to produce new content all the time. So there's always new stuff to see. I think the problem is you're right, but I think the problem is you know the fact that you can choose whatever you want to watch whenever you want to watch would be such a boon for that. You know, I want to watch this my my pet series again over and over again. And I don't have to wait for it to be in syndication or I don't have to wait for it to be on the time that it's supposed to be on, on TV. But then again, like I feel this way. I, I did when, when the first second that friends dropped on Netflix, I rewatched the 10 seasons again Yeah, from beginning to end. And I recently went back to watch my favorite episode of all time, which is the one with the game show. Mm-hmm. which is called the one with the embryos. And the, the least important thing about that episode for me is the whole embryo thing with, with Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I started watching on that episode, which is, I think it's season four or five, five, I think it's five. And then I ended up watching until the end again. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. But I feel bad. Like I feel like I'm wasting money because there's the, all of these things that I genuinely want to watch that I haven't watched yet. But here, yet here I am again watching this old thing that I can quote by heart. You know what I mean? And well, so I, I, mean, I think you're right that it will it will be a lot harder for you know a younger generation. I fucking hate sounding like an old man so much. But like for a younger generation to get attached to those things, first of all, they don't watch them as much because you don't. Sometimes you know you remember this. You were flipping through channels and there was just three hundred channels worth of shit. Yep. And you reach the one that was showing again for the 16th time that same Seinfeld episode. And you go, you know what? I'm going to watch this because it's good. You don't do that anymore. It's better than the other 299 channels of shit. Exactly, yeah. Right. And, and so you, you won't do that anymore now because there's literally something else like at a click of a button. A new thing, an old thing that's also good. Like it's not, you're not stuck watching something now. It's new to you, right? It's not. Yeah, 
Yeah. It's not a, re- a rerun. Do they even yeah. use the word reruns? Is that, did that just age me? Age like a, a little bit. Yeah. Ugh. Does that God, gross? It, like it doesn't really, it's a restream. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. Yeah. So, so wait, do the kids these days not suffer from nostalgia? Oh, oh that is a good question. We should probably get a kid in here. That's I mean, not bad, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like obviously to some degree, but I wonder if it's less than than what we would feature or, or so not feature, but um, be challenged by, because we're not f- like there's no need to relive all those old memories, right? It's only to like build that that, that firm connection with like watching the same show over and over again. Because you know now when you watch it, half of it is like how you felt when you watched it, how you felt about the time it was going on, all those things. But if you're not watching one show to build that connection, can you build it by watching Stranger Things season? Well, Stranger Things is a brutal example because it's set in our our childhoods. Yeah, <laughs> not a great one. Um, but but can they base it? You know, if it's a it's a you know brand new TV show like The Mandalorian, our kids, ten, you know, twenty years from now, are going to be watching The Mandalorian over and over again because it gives them good feelings. I don't I don't see how that would be the case. Maybe I hope I hope they are. Because it's, I don't know about you, I, I, I know, because we've talked about this before, but it's a fun, it's like so many fun memories, not of just watching them over and over again, but of talking to your friends about it and coming up with crazy theories of things that were never explained. Because again, things weren't as well-rounded as they were, as yeah. they are now. Like I remember distinctly when Lost came out, I remember talking to Fran, my wife, and saying, okay, this is a new level of TV. Because before then... Mm-hmm. TV series were wonky as fuck in terms of like production value and like tightness of script and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and now it's like this the same level are better than movies, right? Yeah. And a lot of that has to do with like storylines didn't continue, right? Even if you think of like dramatic shows early on, like if you think of like Law and Order was technically a dramatic show, but it never continued. Technically, it was a very dramatic show. Yeah. X Files. Yeah. There. X-Files, yeah. And right. like they rarely had an overarching story. You know, like Star Trek. Nowadays, Star Trek is like the whole season's a story. But, and you know, when we watch Star Trek Generations, it's like, ooh, it's a two-parter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? And it's yeah. like the story or, continues. Or when they made a reference to an episode from before, you go, oh my God, continuity? What is this? Yeah. And and continuity, the lack of continuity made, um, oh, what is that word? Reruns. Uh, or, you know, that made it easy to do because it didn't matter when you dropped in because there's no continuity. So who gives a fuck, right? Yeah. Um, but but nowadays, continuity is king. I don't know. I can't think of a show outside of maybe a sitcom that does not tell a story over, you know, that eight arc episode, eight episode arc. Yeah. And even sitcoms now, like, and Friends started this, but it was very thin. But even sitcoms now tell a story through a season. Right, it used to be status quo was king. Right at the end of the show, it had to go back to the beginning the way that it was, because each episode had to live on its own, and it's not like that anymore. And I don't, I don't know, like I, I remember watching things like um, Babylon Five, for example, yep. and talking to my friends and go and like getting some crazy, you know, ideas about what was going to happen and what does it mean that someone said this thing and someone said that thing when, you know, half the time it was like, okay, this is kind of a, a blunder that made it through because nobody gives a shit. <laughs> yeah. 
right? And that that's never going to happen anymore. One, because you don't discuss those with your friends. Like, like I said, you either already watched the whole thing. And so everybody knows the same thing and there's nothing else to go on or there's nothing coming next week. And so you're going to talk about your experience of what, what you thought it felt like or how it was. Or you're not talking because you don't want to get things spoiled. So I don't, I don't see how people are going to have that nostalgic feeling. Because like our friends like to pretend like we're old farts, but they're not that much younger. So they have stuff from their childhood that you, we still see, still see them talking about, right? Whatever the fuck it is, a like Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon and all that shit that I don't have patience for. But they still talk like we do about whatever, Thundercats, right? Exactly. So it might be the end of that particular era of, of you know, bonding with people. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I have, I have a couple. I have a question about Babylon Five. Um, I haven't mm. watched all of it. I watched different episodes, and this thing is always stuck in my brain, and I always just couldn't wrap my head around it. But I watched an episode where one of the commanding officers got frictionless sheets, and he was trying to entice <laughs> one of the I females. And I'm just like, when I watched that, I, I just my brain broke because I'm like, if they're frictionless, how do they stay on you at all? How do they stop? They just flow around the station forever, never stopping. Did you watch the whole episode? I I did, but I don't remember anything other than just they that. they make fun of him because of that. Okay, good. Yeah, Babylon Five has a great story, but it suffers from a a, a problem. And just as a side note, it suffers from that problem of the first season being utter garbage, almost kind of like the Next Generation for Star Trek, where you go, okay, this is fine. And then the second season kicks in and you go, holy shit, this is a completely different, way better thing. It's the yeah. same thing with Babylon yeah. 5. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, we're supposed to talk about subscription services where we chat on streaming services only. It's fine. It's fine. So I just want to like tie back. And like the thing, I think the challenge here is, and I think I'll highlight the way you do it because I think the way you do it probably makes sense for a lot of people. So currently, I am subscribed to Disney Plus, uh, Netflix, and Amazon Prime in terms of video streaming services. I have an Audible subscription, which I don't count because it's that is like highway robbery. Movie. Yes. Well, yeah, and I started to switch a lot more into using Libby when I can. New books, mm -hmm. I'll buy if I really want them, but Libby, I'll just get it there. But those that I don't count that one because it's not. It's not unlimited, right? It's not the same yeah. subscription. It's it's a it's like paying wow. for a credit. Yeah. It's like wow, basically. Um, uh, but I also um, pay for Spotify, mm -hmm. um, and and so the thing here is like I'm paying for like five different subscriptions, and and on like any given night, you know, we'll watch one of them between the two of us, um, and and so it kind of makes you question like, yeah, it's nice to have choice and the freedom, but like, that's probably two, right? Like you can have two different streaming services for the choice. But after that, like, what the fuck are you paying for? And so uh, the, to bring the ramp back around, like, explain to people how you do it. I think you, you kind of highlighted it before, but like, explain to them your sort of philosophy on paying for these these streaming services. So I usually, so Netflix was the exception because I had it on, even not watching it for the longest time. And then at one point I was like, what am I paying for? It's been three months since I logged into Netflix. I logged into it the other day before I, 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 canceled it and yeah. it was like oh log in again because the, the cookie had expired this is how long it's been so <laughs> what i do is i subscribe to one 
whenever there's something I want to watch. So right now I want to watch, which I haven't, the second season of The Mandalorian. So I have subscribed to Disney+. Plus. And what will happen is I would only watch things there. There's a bunch of things that I want to watch there. Well, not as yeah. much as in the other ones, but still. Um, and that's so that's what I'm going to do. And then at the end of this month or maybe the next, depending on some other things there still to come, stay tuned for the podcast. Woo. Um, then I will cancel it. And then I will likely at some point finish playing Cyberpunk 2077. And I'm going to want to catch up on the stuff that I haven't watched in the past month or two that I've been playing the game. And so I will subscribe to Prime for another month. And then I will binge watch all of the shit that I want there until that month is done. And so so that's kind of how I do. I still, Spotify is the one that I always pay for because I, I like being able to listen to music wherever, whenever, yeah. however. So Shakira? Uh, only on Saturdays, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I, never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I... What I do a lot as, as well is um, trials. So I did I did that with Prime. I did that with Disney Plus. Um, but I will pay for the month, and then I watch stuff there. Uh, the same with anime, by the way. I will at some point subscribe. And in in uh, with Crunchyroll, the trial was only two weeks, which I was really mad about. But I subscribe yeah. to I will subscribe to Crunchyroll for a month, and then I will go back to watching anime like I did in my early twenties. <laughs> nice. again so that's my and i don't know if that's good or bad i know it works for me because then i am i'm a person who likes to focus on one thing at a time mm -hmm. so now i'm playing i'm not subscribed to anything well now i'm watching stuff but i wasn't subscribed to anything and so when i stop playing the game i will likely take a month or two to play just play like borderlands or something like smaller or among us and then i will go binge shit it works for me it's cheap it's like 10 bucks a month every time. So, Well, and I think it helps you be mindful of what you're actually doing, right? Like if you have all the options, you'll get overwhelmed. But when you, you shrink it down to, I got Disney Plus, so I'm going to knock out the Mandalorian and maybe I'll rewatch the good Star Wars is because the bad ones, why would I waste my time on those? Um, or maybe I'll go through some of the Marvel movies or whatever. Like you're, you're, you're limiting your choice of making it easier for you to decide to watch those things rather than getting stuck in the decision uh, paralysis so. yeah and with some of them like with disney there uh, there isn't really much of new stuff that i necessarily want to watch because it's mostly movies and i've watched them yeah yeah with netflix is hard because netflix has so much crap so much crap there yes that, like if i just wanted to watch netflix i could just for the rest of my life probably that's that's how they get you yeah but i i don't like i there's stuff i want to watch and the only problem with that um like tactic is that you kind of get shut out of the conversation so i saw you guys talking about mandalorian thankfully with spoiler uh tags and, and i was like oh, i'm not gonna read that because it's gonna spoil everything so i kind of get shut out of the story the conversation which you know goes back to the whole being mm -hmm. able to anyway i think we have beaten this one to death enough i don't have a solution other than i think like i said what i do works for me if it's something that you know works for you that's listening to us and you want to let me know that I helped you in some way, email us when, and uh, I'll, we'll let you know the email at the end like you don't know. But yeah. So any uh, anything you want to finish with? 
don't unsubscribe from this podcast. It's free, so there's no reason not to stay subscribed. Yeah, and we uh, do weekly episodes. And yeah, and we educate you, which well, we entertain you. What, whatever it is you need me to say, we educate you. We entertain <laughs> you. Um, we are providing you a way to do charity work. That's fine too. Just we provide a value to you, so do not unsubscribe from us. Yeah, and like Spotify, you can do other things while you listen to us. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so maybe think about how many subscriptions you have going at one time, but but don't get rid of us. Yes, please don't get rid of us. And yeah, for me, it's um, you know, try and you know, not ruin your life with watching a bunch of shit that you don't care about. Because I I started doing that just because it was there, and it was like, oh, what is what's another forty minutes watching crap? Don't do that. If it's crap, stop watching it. Please do it for me. The Don't last thing you want to do is be like Luciano. Yes. Wait, what? No. Okay. What? That's all the time we got. <laughs> it, it really is. Um, if you would like to email us um, to tell me that I helped you by giving you this mastermind plan of only subscribing to one thing at a time and making use of trials, um, you can email us at yourwrongcast at gmail.com provided you know how to spell your, which I hope you do. Uh, but until next time, I am Luciano. Um, I'm mad. I was on mute. That's why it took me forever to respond. I thought you were just trying to remember your name. Anyway, just, you know, rem remember you can have your own opinions. Listen, we don't want to take this away from you. Have your opinions. By God, have them. Just know that they will be wrong. We'll see you next time.